For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Uh, the Calgary Flames falling last night in overtime, and I'm trying to tell people in this town that it's a good team with a great coach. They'll be fine, but they get a little irrational around here, Lou, when the Flames lose a few games, no. man. You've noticed. No, really. The Canadian markets are really easy, Rod, especially when there's Woo. high expectations. At least they came away with a point because it would have been disastrous had they not. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. It is hour two. As the man said, we're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, live on Game Plus TV, your favorite podcast platform. We're live streaming on YouTube and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM down in Atlanta. A lot of questions have come in and spilled over into hour two for Arnie Jackson. We'll have to bring the OG back in our next stint when we come back to Calgary because we're wrapping up our final week. But in hour one, we put to bed last night's games. We talked about our top five in the NHL and the bottom five. Um, Talked about the Maple Missile, Curtis Rourke, lighting it up for the Ohio Bobcats again last night. Tonight, we turn our attention to tonight's games and welcome into the program, making his RP Show debut, Mike Moore, longtime friend of mine. He is the vice president of the Calgary Hitmen, the Calgary Wranglers, the Calgary Roughnecks. And out of all those jobs, Morsey, you found time to come down here. I appreciate you. Teams are away. That's <laughs> They're on the road, yeah. I'm telling you, how do you, literally, I say that not facetiously, that is a lot of work, man. You've been doing it a while. Yeah, it's, it's fun work. i got great people around me. That's how you get good things done, is you hire good general managers, hire good business managers, and I've got really good ones and a uh, great team that works with me, and, and uh, we do it together. Have you, when we first met, were you always with the Hitmen or had you been with another team? We're talking back into the 90s. I started in 97, well, I started in 94-5 with Kamloops as a scout. That's what I thought. For three years. Yes. Hitman in 97, 98, went back to Kamloops for six years as a GM, then to Medicine Hat, Edge School here in Calgary as athletic director three years, and this is season 16, I think, back with the Hitman. Right. The so, as Mike knows and our viewers know, uh, we love our junior hockey. We obviously love our pro hockey, and quite frankly, I love the National Lacrosse League. So if you have any questions for that, and then we'll work our way towards tonight's four-game NHL slate. The Moose will join us a little later. College football tonight. But... The thing that's burning in me to ask you is the Calgary Wranglers. And I went there last night. It was my dad's first ever team, you know, early 80s. Doug Sauter hired a junior team back then. But it meant a lot to the city to bring the Wranglers back. Would you not agree? You're from here. Yeah, for sure. It's not really bringing them back, bringing the name back, for sure. Right, right, Bringing the American League team the first time. But, yeah, the name is synonymous with the 80s junior team. Uh, Kelly Kissio, Dana Merzen, Mike Vernon. Some pretty good players. Doug team, Doug Huda, and onward. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's neat bringing the brand back for sure. Uh, early on, we've had a great following. Uh, people are excited to come down to the Saddle Dome, watch American Hockey League uh, hockey and and uh, the Wranglers themselves. The jerseys are terrific. Uh, I've had a lot of good feedback on the jerseys. So it's been a, a real good, exciting start to, to uh, the American League coming to Calgary. i got so many questions for you. And by the way, for our 
producers and for the Moose, our co-host Darren. Uh, Morrissey's only with us for one segment, so the next segment we'll bring Darren in and get to these other topics. I got to say this about the jersey, though, Mike, as a longtime dub guy. I don't care for the gold you guys put in it. I know you had to, but the Wranglers didn't have. They were they had a little blue in it, didn't they? Wranglers, well, red and oh, white for yeah. sure. But way they back when, way back. Yeah, when. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you had it. You did that because of the Flames thing. Well, I think it's it's certainly the affiliation with the NHL team. Uh, the red, white, and gold, or yellow, whatever yeah. you call it, is is Flames. And yeah, I like the tie. I like the W. I like the flame and the W. There, there's that connection and. Uh, those are the guys that are trying to get to the big league and get to the big team. And uh, it's great that our fans, Flames fans, can follow the, the young guys, watch their development. And uh, in in three weeks of playing, you're seeing development already. It's it's kind of neat to watch the young oh, guys yeah. continue to grow. And and two two uh, two Wrangler players have been playing with the Flames the last couple nights, so that's kind of neat to watch where they get the opportunity. A lot of merch on people, too, I've seen in town and obviously in the rink last night Wranglers merch how much easier is it for you and Daryl Sutter to have your American Hockey League team right under your nose as opposed to Stockton well we're watching them all the time or I guess Flames Flames Hockey's watching them all the time uh they're right there they're working with them they're 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 helping them develop helping them grow sharing ideas together travel's obviously a lot easier than trying to get to Stockton California uh the guys have a great facility over at Winsport that we set as a practice facility uh, the, the Saddle Dome is a great place to play. Uh, opening night, we I think we had 6,000 people in the building, so a little different than what was happening in Stockton. We're real excited to have them right in our backyard. No question. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan watching, he says, the Wranglers were the first big-time hockey game I ever went to before Calgary Flames existed. You too, huh? <laughs> Me too. That's where I got hooked on was the Regina Pats. And it, it kind of warms your heart, does it not, to see the kids at these games? Hitman, too. It doesn't mind. Absolutely. And, and try, we're, we're, I think, four games, four home games in, maybe five, six now. I can't. Who's counting? But <laughs> right. trying, to figure out, trying to figure out who the demographic is. And uh, certainly Hitman is families and kids and young kids. And Sunday Funday is full of young kids. Wranglers, are, there's kids and families, but there's certainly a lot of Flames diehards where you see the Flames jerseys. Uh, I think it's people that, that maybe don't get to the Flames games at the Saddle Dome as much, uh, watch it on TV a little bit more, but now can come see the, the up-and-comers and, and watch pro hockey at a, at a very reasonable price in the Saddle Dome. How long, when you said you're 16 seasons, when did you uh, become involved with the AHL team? Is this the 16th season of that? For me, first yeah. year. First year. Oh, yeah. the first year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, since they've come back. Yeah, okay. I hadn't done anything with the American League team until uh, our group made the decision to bring them here and then uh, working with Brad Paschal and Jamie Cochran and all of our group to, to get them here and figure out where practices and practice facility and games and schedule. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts through the summer that, that we need to deliver to get four teams in that building. Well, it was, it was a sparse crowd last night, but it was minus 27, I think, or minus 29, so I get it. But I don't think people it's a hockey town obviously but i'm not sure they know how great the hockey is yeah it's it's fast paced uh, junior hockey's great as you and i both know after following it for so many years but it, it's kind of neat seeing the the young guys that have played in the western league now playing in stars, the american league yeah. and stars that are trying to cut their teeth in pro hockey and trying to find their way to the nhl which as we both know is a big step uh, so watching that progression from junior to the american hockey league to the nhl uh, we're lucky in Calgary to be able to see all three levels in one building uh, hmm. and watch players literally 
go from one level to the next level to the next level. It's, it's a neat progression. Is that your biggest challenge is getting the word out that it is that good a hockey and or even a, that we're here? Fans know the Wranglers are here. What's next? Most fans know the Wranglers are here, but I yeah. think there's an education piece still in place that who are the Wranglers, what are the Wranglers. Uh, to your point, uh, what kind of hockey is it? Uh, everyone knows the Hitman after 27 years here, who they are. We've got to establish uh, who the Wranglers are and, and why fans should come down and watch the Wranglers as well. Well, shows like this don't hurt. And uh, last night, as I call him, Dustin from Tustin, I'm really pulling for that kid. I love my dub players and obviously love my goalies and Tristan Robbins on the other side and unfortunately Ozzy Weisblatt. Was he hurt? He I hasn't did. played a game yet this year, so I don't think so, but he has not played a year. Okay. not dressed yet this well, year. Well, when he does, and he's a Calgary boy, right? It would have been a home game for him last night. But I'm really interested, Mike Moore, of CSEC, Calgary Sports Entertainment Corporation, um, about the Roughnecks because I didn't know anything about lacrosse till I went to a game, and now I love it. What did you know about lacrosse before becoming the VP? I, I know a little bit more than I knew when I started. Uh, I'm still learning some of that. I look at Bordy and say, what was that as far as the penalty goes? Yeah. I, the rules are, it took me, when I started, I had no idea, and I had to learn. Uh, it's tremendous entertainment. You can't find better entertainment as far as start to finish with music and enthusiasm of our fan and uh, lots of goals and uh, lots of pace and not never ends. It's it's uh, it's it's overload of uh, of adrenaline and it, it's it's such a great product and I've learned to love the game and uh, don't miss any. Me too. Well, Derek Keaton was on here last week, the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rushes, you would know and. The training camps are open, right? And you're into the preseason, and we talked about the party, particularly here in the Saddle Dome. Everybody said the Rush have the great atmosphere, and I think for years they did, but Calgary, and I say this honestly, might have surpassed them where the game is somewhat secondary to the party, but even the games are fantastic. you got a great coach here, right? We do. Kurt yeah. Mosky played with us. He's coached with us yeah. for a while, and there's a reason we have the tagline, come for the party, stay for the game. So It's true. Yeah. Well, it are they all like the St. Patrick's Day game? Because that was the game I was at. Uh, we believe in entertaining the fans. So we have bands post-game every game in the club. We'll have bands on the floor. We'll do a pre-game entertainment uh, during the game. There's never a shortage of entertainment for the fans and being entertained. And when you talk to people that have been, they say, I've got to come back. If been once, they'll come back because they, the entertainment value is just so high. And mm-hmm. it's it's great. And they're great athletes. I mean, they're, they beat the crap out of each other night in and night out and uh they're they're tremendous athletes well the best nll story to me was when biz nasty talked down shall we say talked noise about the vancouver warriors and they said yeah why don't, you must have been familiar with that story they said why don't you come out and participate in a practice I actually saw him in vancouver that week that he was you did? doing it and we were in vancouver for meetings that week so yeah we had a good chat with him and He's not doing that again. He's not talking again about NLL athletes. No, I thought they did a great job in Vancouver of building that up and, and you know showing what the game was with Biz, and, and uh, it was good. It was, uh, it was a good program. Do you get involved in personnel at all or stay away from that? I believe in letting the, the GMs do their job, the coaches do their job, certainly there for guy, you know advice and bouncing ideas off of and sharing in the good times and the bad times and how do we fix things and how do we make things better all the time. And... Uh, but we've got good GMs and, and with the Hitman, with Jeff Chanelth and Mike Board with the Roughnecks, uh, Brad Pascal with the Rangers. Uh, Brad works with Tree real close on that, on that group, more on the business side with the Rangers. But uh, really key personnel. And uh, we, we'd kind of joke, Davidson and our director, Pennell, and Jeff and our GM and myself, 60 some years of GM experience in, the, in that office. 
episodes. Okay, when you business making money, I think if you look up business and addiction is making money. Um, with the NLL and some of these leagues, I wonder why more people aren't into it. You're not suffering for attendance here, but it can always be better. You know? Yeah, I think a lot of it's education, Rod. I think it's it's teaching fans and showing fans what it is. The U.S. is more of a field lacrosse, so getting them to come to box, and once they come, they see how exciting it is. Canada has pockets of field, but a lot of box, and uh, when you come down, it's, again, the, the athletes themselves, the game. You can score, you can win 8-7, eight, eight, or you can win 15-14, and there's never a shortage of goals, and uh, the talent level of these guys is phenomenal, and and uh, we believe in trying to take the entertainment to another level, and we look continually looking for ideas to surprise our fans, entertain our fans, and bring them back for more. Where do you look? Other NLL teams or other sports? Or? Other NLL teams, minor league baseball, basketball, you name it. We're, we're always searching for ideas, and we, we approach all nine of our games as, as independent parties, and whether it's St. Patrick's Day, whether it's Superheroes Night, whether it's Maritime's Party, it's always a party, and we're trying to throw a party and bring our fans in and, and then play a, a high-level lacrosse game. Well, I really appreciate that because it's hard work, but it's also fun. I guess that's why you've done this for so long, right? Coming up with those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. when I say business, it's, it's the strategy. So you're, you're trying to, to have a good product on the floor or on the ice, trying to have a great product in the, in the stands and, and bringing people back and listening to your customer and finding new ones. And, uh, again, I, I find the strategy piece of it exciting just – where are we now and what does the future hold and how do we get there? Nobody's really got a handle on it, right? That's the fun thing. Yeah, right? it's, it's the game and sports is changing daily. And, and COVID certainly, I think, made us change a little bit. And uh, identifying customers and how they behave now is different post-COVID, I believe, than it was pre-COVID. And uh, we're seeing them come back to buildings. But we've had to do things differently to get them back and, and keep them there. And uh, that will continue and, and uh, has been in you know 20 25 years or more of this it's going to continue you just have to keep finding ways to do it better and yeah. let's face it winning means everything you, you have a winning winning team you're, you're going to draw fans sure but not everybody can win <laughs> as true we know, so you've right? got to entertain your fan every night while yeah. you try and win yeah and the last thing i'll ask you about that is because we got two minutes left here and i should tell you folks theo flurry and lisa bows coming up down here at gray eagle tomorrow it's our last day of 22 weeks here at calgary's entertainment destination have you figured out the rules, Morsey? Because I could have got a rule book for the NLL, but I'm like, I think it's more fun to just sit and try and figure it out on your own. And, you know, I see them breaking sticks across each other. You call them sticks, right? Yep. No penalty. Yet you just try and you impede a guy a little bit and you're gone to the box. Like it's the rules are, are whacked from what we're used to in hockey. Yeah, it's sometimes hard to figure out lacrosse rules, but sometimes <laughs> I watch a hockey game and wonder what the rules are. So, uh, you know, the, the referees are like our players. They're learning and, and getting, you know, they, they, they're That's developing every day. And you got to give them the space we give our players, even our elite players. So it's uh, it's sports. But is there, not a, that, is there not a rule that you can't hit a guy from the waist up or something, but you can hit him in the head? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, there is an area you can't hit him. It's waist to shoulder, I believe. But you're right. I see some headshots and think, how is that allowed? And uh, yet it's different in the NLL as, as it is in hockey for sure. And uh, I, I find the respect factor too. Like, these guys literally they hammer on each other. And there's a significant respect factor when they're done or when they're playing the game. And uh, that's part of the game. You, you'll see it. He'll be whacking on it, and then he'll stop like you've had enough. Or, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it.
All right, Marzi. Well, when we're back, we'll be going to all the games. I really appreciate you coming down because I know how busy you are. And good luck with all your teams here this season. Thanks for having me. And let me uh, talk a little bit about all three teams and look forward to seeing you again. That was the plan. The VP of the Hitman, the Wranglers, and the Roughnecks. Nelson, our viewer, uh, Nelson Hackowitz says, hips to shoulder is legal. You can contact Close him there. The legs, yeah. yeah, Rick at Edmonton says, we lost our team in Edmonton to Saskatoon. Well, you should have gone to the games. And there's some AHL comments here from Albany and Texarkana. So I knew I knew fans would love to talk about it. We'll be right back with the Moose. Viewer takeover begins. It's the RP Show from uh, Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, and I'll tell you right now, we're opening it up. Not the phone lines, but the text lines, the YouTube chat channel uh, for whatever you would like to discuss. Viewer takeover starts now, and before we bring in Darren Moose DuPont again from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, where he co-hosts from Daily, a sports update, some breaking news on this Wednesday, the Canadian Elite Basketball League announced today that it is expanding to Winnipeg for the 2023 season. How about that? Very Winnipeg-ish, as John Frenzy would say. This How is the CBL's fourth expansion since the league launched in 2019 with six founding franchises. Details of the new team, including ticket info, team nickname, colors, logo, and more, will be announced in the coming weeks. Meanwhile, the Canadian Football League announced they will welcome Tegan Little Chief for the singing of O Canada ahead of the 109th Grey Cup on Sunday, November the 20th. Tegan's a recording artist from White Bear First Nations of Treaty 4 located north of Carlisle, Sask, and she's set to perform the national anthem in Cree, English, and French, and she's a very close friend of ours. Way to go, Tegan. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of uh, the best GC party of the Grey Cup 109th edition. Get your tickets at Ballers Rec Room. CFL greats will be there. CFL alumni and World Series champion Greg's on, plus us. Hello. We're also brought to you by the Tap Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Okay, Moose, come on in. And uh, thanks for, for that. I hope you enjoyed. I hope people just enjoy my nerdism today. Chatting with Morrissey, he's a longtime f- uh, friend. I think we're about the same age, and I've known him a long time. I'm like Morrissey, come on down and talk business of the NLL, the Dub, and the AHL. Because if nobody else cares, I do. 
and I think people care. And now we got a pro team going to Winnipeg, a pro basketball team. You look at COVID, it didn't kill these leagues, Darren. They're actually growing, and that's great news. That's great news. It's awesome to see these leagues growing, you know, in the CEBL into Calgary and into Winnipeg. And, and you know, we don't really know, you know, what leagues are going to really have success and stay and go and how much, you know, fans are going to pay attention. But they're growing and they're trying and they're continuing to add markets. And I think that's incredible. And for the basketball fans in this country, which we know there are a lot, um, they get to be satisfied in these other markets. So that's exciting. Well, uh, to tonight's schedule, as I said, hour one of the RP show, we put last night to bed. Hour two, we tee up tonight. And on the topic of basketball, it's the Raptors home to the last place Houston Rockets tonight. Remember when we were down there at the Toyota Center in Houston, Darren? Didn't that seem like 100 years ago? That was pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah obviously it, really it was pre-COVID. It was a great time. The Rack- Rockets treated us so well in Houston. They gave us the bobblehead. Do you have that thing? You know that bobblehead? It was a Russell Westbrook bobblehead doll. Do. You still got it? Okay. Maybe we'll get it out during Grey Cup week next week. And here come the Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks home tonight. <laughs> To the first place team of the West Conference, the Utah Jazz. That's funny when we got viewers in Utah writing in saying they don't even know who's on the Jazz, let alone us. Kevin the Medium writes in, he says, hope all is safe in Florida with Hurricane Nicole coming through. Uh, Talked to Serena this morning. She says the next 24 hours will tell the tale. But for the most part, South Florida's safe. But thank you, Kevin, for the concern. Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says we need to get more butts in seats at MVP Arena for for Firewolves games. And uh, that is a fact. NHL tonight, Carolina at Florida. The Vancouver Canucks are at Montreal. Pittsburgh Penguins at Washington. It's Sid versus Ovi. That's always special. In Minnesota at Anaheim. And there's college football and dub games we'll talk about a little later, too. But I actually wasn't too bad, Darren, to see the World Series end on Saturday night with the Astros winning because it was it was too much sports overload for me. How are you with yeah. staying on top of everything? It's hard. It's hard, you know, and I'm trying to sit here and prepare for my own games to do and this show and I and I you got to be up on everything. It's a lot. And then you want to spend some time because you and I love this. Like we don't sit here and talk about junior hockey on the show cuz I get it. You know our audience doesn't care about the ins and outs and the wins and losses of some of these juniors, but I want to go and support you know, our friend Drew Coaster's Pilot Butte Storm, and I want to go to some minor hockey games. And I want, but you can't because there's so much going on all the time. It, it's overload. So you try and spread yourself as, as thin as you can. <sighs> well, from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, she says, Hope the Raps win for my birthday. Happy birthday, Chris. I didn't even know it didn't come up in my Facebook feed today. Uh, from Allie in Texarkana, she says, let's go, Sid. I think I'm, no, I know. I'm cheering for the Caps and our good friend, Alan May, from uh, the mm. Caps broadcast crew. He's such a great dude. Let's get him another ring. Sidney's got enough. <laughs> Did we talk about being on the radio in Atlanta. Um, I was talking to a radio station. I won't say where. Moose knows. And I said, you got to get the RP show on the, on, the, on the air. It's the hottest thing going. And they were a music station. And he goes, ah, we're just afraid to alienate the women viewers. I'm like, you don't get it, bro. Now over 40% of our viewers of the RP show daily are female. 
because it's not just a sports talk thing. What do we say? It is the view for sports fans. Why does it have to be a gender? But whatever. If I got to talk you into it, forget it. Yeah. And when you come back to us, <laughs> we'll see how things are then. But that's why I appreciate Rhino Radio, my spirit brother down there in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'll say this. A news release coming out from the Canadian Football League today. Nelson Hackowich, our VP of Sim Events, reminding us, he says, in the most Canadian sponsorship deal of all time, Baffin boots and footwear are the official winter boots of the CFL and Grey Cup playoffs. You're welcome, CFL, for the mention. Um, to be honest, sorry, you got something to say on that? No, what? no. You don't? Oh, no, you're going to say I had, something? I, I, had an itch, I had an itch on the back of my head, but I was going okay. to say, yeah, good timing. Why? Because of the storm that's there? That kind of thing? Well, that, but, you know, the playoffs are already a week old. <laughs> well, they probably just signed the deal, dude. Yeah. Um, oh, back on track. Thank you, Randy from Winnipeg. He writes in and says, Sid and Ovi might not be in the playoffs this year. Spicy. Hot take. What do we say about that? We want to give the viewers their say. We say that we do. And Randy in Winnipeg is clearly, he's a sharp guy, but he brought up, how about the resurgence of Carter Hart this year? Listen, Carter Hart isn't doing anything differently than he was before. <laughs> and that's why on one hand, I like going out and shaking hands with new people, spreading the gospel of the RP show, and what's this show all about? Like, on the other hand, I don't want to talk to anybody. Because they don't know. And I went, it was a, a year ago, almost to the day, I went and watched the Philadelphia Flyers at the Florida Panthers. I'm all excited to watch Carter Hart, and he got let up. Somebody go back and look at the score. I think it was like 7-3 Panthers, which was great because it was U.S. Thanksgiving. The joint was packed, FLA Live Arena. But I felt bad for the Flyers goalie. And I'm like, he's, <laughs> well, there's a reason they fired their coach. Let's put it that way. The Philadelphia Flyers are committed finally to playing as a team, team defense. Sorry to go off on a tangent here right now, Moose, but I told you I talked to Rico last night, Rich Preston of the Anaheim Ducks. I had another scout, and I won't say who, texted me yesterday about the deplorable defensive play of the Flames and the Oilers. He said, peewee teams have more of a commitment to one-on-one -on -one matchups in defensive play than these two NHL teams from Alberta. In that, let's blame the goalie. Because I still think Carter Hart is the future and goal for Canada. If it's not Carter Hart, who is it? I'll wait. But you can see that it's about the guys in front of him. It's not all on him, right? It has to be. And it's, it's always both. Like, that's always been the thing when it comes to Martin Brodeur. You know, and, and racking up all those times. He was also playing behind really good defensive teams in front of him that played good hockey. Now, it's not like you could have plugged any goalie in there and he would have been a Hall of Famer. The goalie still had to stand, be a good goaltender. Broder, one of the best who ever played the game. But it's the same with Carter Hart. Like, Patrick Rouat, Martin Brodeur, you go on and on down the list, they're not going to be able to stop pucks and be in the Hall of Fame behind really bad teams. It's, in, it's tough. So the team's better. Carter Hart's a great goaltender. When you get that mix, you're going to have success.
Well said, Coach DuPont. <laughs> Ryan uh, McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York, says, Kata hot. <laughs> um, Allie in Texas. I feel like it's returning to the Ryan and Allie show, and I like it. She says, women love sports. Say it louder <laughs> for those in the back. At, at least we now have the radio stations coming to us in some cases. So we're not sitting there beating on the door. What's nice from four years ago, and this is bringing me back to the point that I had, whether you carry our show or you don't carry our show, we'll be fine. But you should get on board this train because it is the hottest thing going. But if you don't want to, we'll, we'll check back with you in a couple of years. And back to, to Morsey sitting here. I just love that guy. I could talk to him for days. And I have in the past. Yeah. People here are lamenting the fact that there's not a lot of people at the Wranglers games. And all attendance is down. Shoot, I went to the Hitman game Friday night at Seven Chiefs Arena. And I had people saying, take some pictures and tell me how many people were there. I don't need to tell you. The rink wasn't even half full. And the reason I don't think this is a failure of the leagues or the teams, what I think it is, is a breakdown in the media. As a matter of fact, I don't think it, I know it. (laughs) I think I can speak as a guy that's been in this business 30 plus years. And it's not, I'm not that smart, Moose. You know that. My cousin Christine will guarantee she's known me since I was born. I walked into the saddle dome last winter. You were with me here. And I said to the one reporter, I said, where's all the reporters, man? I came down here to visit with everybody. And she actually said, what reporters, Rod? There's three people that cover this team every day. Dude, in the 90s, you couldn't get into that Ed Whalen media room before the game to get rosters and maybe a pop if you're lucky. Now it's, there's one table of people. See what I'm saying? They're, the media's yeah. not talking about these lower leagues. And it's a lot easier to talk about the NHL, NFL, NBA. And it's way easier for us, too. And I'm, we're not really caught because we know where we're going. We could be sitting here yeah. talking all day about Edmonton and Regina tonight, Red Deer at Winnipeg, and the rematch of last night's game, which Winnipeg won, right? PA at Lethbridge, oh, yeah. Seattle at Kamloops, PG at Kelowna. We could be doing that. But now I know far more what's going on in the NBA. Um, and the CFL is its own biggest problem, too. So that's my soliloquy on that. Deal or no deal? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm confused now, but I think I want to take the deal because we know where we're going. And we, yeah, we can still love those other leagues and go watch them and spend our time there. But yeah, in terms of widespread uh, knowledge and communication and conversation, it's, it's obviously the big leagues. I mean, I walk anywhere and people know all the stars in the National Football League. They know them all. They know them all. So, and the NHL too. They know all the players, all the characters. And when you know the characters, it's easy to follow the story. Ding, 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 ding. Bingo! Tell what he's won, Bob. By the way, um, the poll question today, which we have not talked about enough, and we will right now, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, you might think it's silly, but it's not. We've been doing it all year since June and this will be our last week, it is which is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League. And maybe when we come back, we'll talk about this weekend's division finals, the, your uh, options. I don't think Clark put it up on YouTube. I haven't put it up on Twitter. We, we'll do that in the break. 
You can vote on it now. The Eastern Final, Montreal at Tirana, which I saw in SportsCenter hasn't happened in over a decade. These two teams even meeting, let alone in Toronto. And then BC, that's in the East Final. And then in the West Final, it's the BC Lions at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Ding! It just came up on the screen. So as I said, load them up. We are on the air across all 10 provinces in Canada, 31 states in the U.S., worldwide on YouTube, and on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE. And we've only fielded a couple of text messages today. They're all sitting on their hands. Maybe they're frozen, Darren. But I'm telling everybody, text us now for the rest of the show, 902-518-3033, whatever you want to talk about, we'll discuss when we return to the Great Eagle Resort and Casino right after this on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show, and we are uh, wrapping up this week, our final of 22 weeks here at this wonderful facility, Calgary's entertainment destination. And to be honest, I've been around, I want to say, the entertainment destination of all of Western Canada. I ain't joking. Steve-O on the weekend, Tom Cochran, are you kidding me? Go to greateagleresortandcasino.ca for the entire entertainment list through, uh, I guess we can say, winter now. Let's bring in the moose from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle and the heartland of the Canadian Football League. Hey, Moose, uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. Great Cup week. Um, David in Winnipeg watching, he says, Darren, you and I are both 87 boys, both born in 1987. He said, for me, the popular clothing then was snap-up pants and those puffy winter jackets with sports team logos on the front pouch slash pocket. Was that a thing? Because we have a thing going on about Cooperalls now. You guys are too young to understand that it was a status symbol in the 80s if you had Cooperalls. That's just a fact. Snapback hat. T- t- tell me of what he speaks. What's he talking about? The bright ones. We lost. The pouch on the oh, front okay. and the quarter, quarter zip. And then uh, he was talking about the Adidas snap pants. You know, snaps all the way down the side. You could rip yes, them right okay. off. You know, basketball teams and stuff would wear those. The pre-game warm-up, that was cool. And strippers. And strippers. Uh, that too. How about that? that? <laughs> Male strippers. <laughs> yeah, like a, a firefighter or a police officer rolls in. Yeah. Anyway. Rod, how oh, do you know? No. And, uh, well, watched and, a lot of TV. Interest- <laughs> <laughs> you disappeared for an evening in Vegas. Where did you go? Never mind. Yeah. Thunder down under. Um, Nelson, (laughs) should we tell the viewers about the time you were offered the chance (laughs) to be a stripper, Darren, or no? Uh, let's get into that. uh, Let's go. Let's yeah. Friday show. And we don't have a show. Why don't we do an open mic at our, uh, it's not ours, I guess, ballers party during Canadian football championship week. (laughs) Craig Campbell. Craig Campbell's watch from, watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame, and he says, the Hockey Hall of Fame has Bill Barber's Cooperalls. Hey, I love it. And by the way, I don't like the way Cooperalls are being <clears throat> spat on by people this week, is that they, they were some kind of, 
what would you say? They were the coolest thing ever. And we started this show, for those that missed it, um, I said, everybody wants to argue with everything I say right now, and I'm emotionally tired of it. Some, guys get, some guy goes, they weren't that cool, Rod, or they would have lasted. Nothing lasted, dude. MC Hammer's balloon pants didn't last. Nothing lasts forever other than Jeeps. That's why they call it iconic. They never go out of style. Yeah. Jeeps are like the only thing I know that don't ever go out of style. Aviator glasses did. Then they came back. And, you know, they were saying those starter jackets have come back. I was watching that game at Kevin the Mediums the other day, BC Calgary, and the staff for the Lions were wearing those puffy starter jackets. I'm like, what year is it? It felt like 1995 again. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Unbelievable that it goes that way, but it does. But you're right, certain things never go out of style. So the Cooperalls is funny because, you know, none of the pros, by the time we were, I was growing up, the pros didn't wear Cooperalls. So we always wanted to look like the pros. And it'd always be the one kid. I said the ringette girls all wore the long pants. So that's why we didn't think it was cool. But there'd always be the one kid who had the hand me down pair from his dad and had to wear them because, you know, whatever. We all wore secondhand gear because it's so expensive. We just wanted to look like the pros. And in the 80s, if the pros were wearing Cooperalls, that would be the coolest thing to wear. Right. If you didn't think Cooperalls were cool, then you'll never know cool. FY, you'll never know what it is to be cool if you didn't think Cooperalls were cool. Now, I appreciate the people chiming in. Allie in Texas, again, I feel like we should give, send a camera down there to her. She can, should be on this show. <laughs> she says, and then that's, that, by the way, is a compliment. She's got a lot to add. She says leopard print clothing never goes out of style. Agreed. Uh, (laughs) Jeff, the Stamps fan, says it wasn't many years ago when literally everyone, male and female, wore black leather jackets in the winter. Well, I'm happy to hear you say that. A couple things. Moose and I noticed, how long did it take us to realize Calgary is the leather pants capital of the globe? How long did it take? A couple hours? Stepping off the tarmac. like (laughs) (laughs) A lot of leather pants around here, and we're here for it. So you've been gone. I've been here. Out of the 22 weeks that we've been in Calgary, I don't know how many you've been. I've been here the whole 22. So every time I see leather pants, I'm like, moose should be here. I see them everywhere. And it went to leather I pants, was, to jean shorts yeah. in the summer, and then back to leather pants. And they were always wearing boots in both cases. Yes. Right? Um, thank you, viewers, for keeping me on track here, if I am at all. But the people, speaking of fads, I'll say it again for those that weren't watching earlier. I talked to my 12-step sponsor this morning, and I told him that I was going to be in Regina next week, and he is in Regina. He goes, oh, really? What are you coming to Regina for? I'm like, dude, the Grey Cup. He's like, oh. And by the way, he's very with it and cool. You met him, Darren. He came out here and stayed with me for a week, right? We went to some Flames games. He watched live shows. He's not a donkey. But that is where the buzz is for the riders right now on this side. And in the 90s, this is not the guy with sour grapes that got fired by the riders. And I'm, but this is a fact. In the 90s, 
You didn't see rider stuff on people in Regina. You didn't see gear. And it's hard for somebody like you to believe because you're so young. You don't can't imagine a day that every second person's not wearing a hat or a T-shirt or underwear or whatever. In the 90s, it was those puffy starters jackets of Chicago Bulls and Green Bay Packers. End of story. And Chicago Bulls. And uh, by the way, what was going on then? Brett Favre. And the Packers were winning Super Bowls, and Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls were winning six NBA championships. The Bulls were the number one global merchandise. End of story. That's all you saw around Regina. Never saw Ryder merchandise except for some old fart mowing his lawn in the summertime wearing a sweatshirt from the 89 team that was all faded and worn out. That's all you saw. And I just, and then I just, when I say that I see the 90s again, those that were around are like, yeah, Rod, you're right. They agree. And there are those that just will never, ever, ever agree. And I don't want to go on any more of a tangent than that because we could sit here and talk about the riders and the CFL forever, but there's so many other things going on. But there's a lot of people that I get, and I get it, they don't want to accept it because they don't have a choice. They just, they don't want to hear the truth. It's like, well, it's the only team we have. There's nothing I can do about it, so go Riders. When we come back, it is our final segment of the day, overtime, and let's get to it. Actually, that reminds me, uh, to give you an idea of some of the text messages that are coming in, I mentioned God's team, the Regina Pats, are home tonight to the Edmonton Oil Kings in dub hockey. Steve Knees in Sask. What a great name. Steve Knees. Right, and he says, the lower bowl in Saskatoon for Regina versus Saskatoon is almost sold out. When are the Pats at the Blades, Moose? Is it this weekend? Did you, it must be. Yeah, it must be. I'm going to have to check the schedule a little closer, but that's awesome. So Bedard Fever is definitely sweeping Saskatoon. How we'll about be back that? with overtime. After this, on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. going to get spicy on this last segment of the program. It's called Overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Football League. Are you ready, Moose? Are you ready? Okay, so you said snap pants uh, for the 90s. (laughs) Our director of scouting, Craig Smith, where the heck is he? Smitty's watching, and he says uh, he still has the snap pants, but his stripper days are over. (laughs) (laughs) thank you smitty i appreciate that but i told i don't even know what my mind is blown because we have a text here from illinois you know we are in 31 states and illinois is one of the 31 states lana bauman is watching in prairie city illinois and she said why does your show take the spot from in the heat of the night we start to watch it and your show cuts Right in the middle. I don't know. 
But it's a hell of a great question. Who do we need to talk to about this? Do you remember the show in the heat of the night, Darren? I don't. I don't. I wish I did. Well, Lana, you're lucky that I'm in the age group that I know exactly that. Maybe because Carol O'Connor takes precedence over us. That's the original Archie Bunker in the heat of the night. Go look this stuff up, Darren. Make a list. So in Prairie City, Illinois, we get bumped off the air on the replay at night for Carol O'Connor and the heat of the night. Um, Where do we register a complaint? We have people (laughs) upset. We can't have it. We can't have people upset. Todd on the 902 line writes, and he says, the thing I remember about Cooperalls is how slippery they were without the wool socks. When you fell on the ice, it was like you stepped on a crazy carpet. But that's a long, long time ago. Listen, my brother and I were talking about Cooperalls last night, and I told you he was standing there when I opened mine up, when I, my 10th birthday. And he's like, what are those, a toy? They were tiny. And um, we had a good laugh about Cooperalls. They're just, they were so cool, but I'm, I wore them. Listen, I have in a photo album that my mom collected. If I'd have had the photo album with me, I would have put a photo of me in Cooperalls, but I don't have the album with me, but I'll get it. I also played gold in Cooperalls. That's how much I love those babies. I didn't take them off, wow. man. At least my mom and dad knew that them getting me that for my birthday was the greatest gift they could ever get me. I was good for for years. And then they got me back in my grade 12 Christmas when they gave me a typewriter. Can you believe that? That was Can the you one. Believe That's cool. That? No, Very it's not cool. cool at all. It's embarrassing. <laughs> What's cool about that? A typewriter. Were you listening to me? Bob's your uncle. Yeah, I thought you... Uh... So you wanted one. You were writing stories all the time. I guess it's eh. not cool to get a typewriter as a gift when you're in grade 12, but <laughs> no. doesn't matter how much you use it. Oh, and my mom and dad know I love them, but really I did. I pounded out a thousand stories on that thing. So, um, Randy, which, incidentally, nobody ever read. I would write those articles and then put them in a file folder. Nobody no, would ever but read that's them. the worst. You know, the practical gift, the one that you use all the time, is always the It's not fun. It's like, I was going to get this anyways, you know? And In so. grade 11, they gave me an electric razor. By the way, <clears throat> Zinger News. Watching. Zinger News. And he's my former producer. And he, uh, on the old radio show. And he says, come on, talk some hacker the deer. And I said, the picture, ass. Oh, no. Rod. Okay, I'm back. You got to do it I'm again. You, What's you the last up? thing you heard? What's the last thing you oh, heard? You just mentioned that Zinger News was watching your old producer at the uh, local radio show. And then I think you were going to rip him or something about the box, but you broke up. So, yeah, I'm back. I'm back, baby. So he says, you got to talk hashtag fear the deer. And I said, I'll talk fear the deer. The Hawks kicked your ass Monday night. And he writes me back. He goes, no, they don't. We're nine and oh. I'm like, no, I screenshotted it. The Atlanta Hawks hashtag true to ATL. One one seventeen ninety eight on Monday night in Hotlanta, and the fact that I know that scares me. It scares I like me. Like it. So, and he uh. says he is the only 
Milwaukee Bucks fan in Sask, which is true. And he says he's too busy surrounded by people that care too much about the Crafters. <laughs> are you old enough to remember <laughs> us calling them the Crafters? Are you at least old enough to remember that when they were the yes. Crafters and they were? Yeah. Yeah. Not a good time. That that was before um, Masai Ujiri. Yeah. Right? Randy in Winnipeg. And I love this. This is a different Randy than the one that writes in on YouTube. He's this guy's texting in 902 line. He says, good afternoon, RP show. Maybe TSN and Sportsnet should show more junior highlights on their shows. A couple of minutes could easily be put in. How much time we got? Here's my thing. I'm not, we got three minutes. That's an eternity in TV time. I'm not going to criticize TSN or Sportsnet for how they do things. You know, like I, that's what they do, what they do. I do what I do, right? Um, Because I'm kind of sitting there last night going, Curtis Rourke, we all know what Curtis Rourke's doing. And why do we all know? Because they're talking about him all the time. And they're showing the games, but he's Canadian. That's not Curtis Rourke's fault, the Maple Missile. When we grew up in the 90s, what was TSN Sports Center in Canada? Junior hockey highlights. They did all the games. They had NLL highlights. But we didn't have the Raptors back then, you know? So I can't complain about what they're doing. We'll just sit here and do what we do. And this reminded me, I'm walking around this town. I got so many people coming up to me in the saddle dome, in the mall. You've seen it when you were here, Darren. And they're like, you're last minute of play in the RP show. Last minute of play. They're like, tell me about your show. Everybody's talking about your show. I'm like, it's like the Canadian, pardon the interruption. And when we started, it was like Letterman meets SportsCenter meets Howard Stern. And now it's kind of evolved to the Canadian PTI. But it's just a hell of a lot of fun. You know? Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> Max, Max Hedman, thank you, Ryan O'Radio, for chiming in on that. Things are going great. Uh, that's all I can say. 30 seconds, Moose, what do you got? That is strong. Yeah, I think... Things, things are going great. So uh, just on that, it's going to be a great weekend and headed to Saskatoon this afternoon. So I'll finish with that. Getting set for the Hardy Cup. Get a little plug in for uh, UBC and U of S. All right. My cousin Chris says, I'm sure a lot of thought was put into your gifts. I know, Chris. Mom and dad get it. It's a show. It's entertainment. See you tomorrow, noon Eastern. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.